0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the MOVE podcast. Talking about the Tour of Spain, La Vuelta España, week one recap. I am joined by, of course,
1: Johan Brunil. Where are you, Johan? You in Madrid? I'm in Madrid. And it's wet in Madrid, in all of Spain, actually. Very wet. That's
0: pretty rare. I I didn't know if you were a a burning man. That's also (laughs) been very, apparently very... Um <laughs> you've never even heard of Bernie. You're like, what is that? <laughs> um, but yes. I'm gonna look
1: it up. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, you
0: going to look it up. And JB down there in ATX, Austin, Texas. Still battling triple digits down here. Uh oof. and Mr. George Hinkab, it looks like he's out at the lake house. Yes, sir. For the nice for the hot, 80, for the free temperature. Uh
2: oh. you
0: know <laughs> what uh, guys, one of these days we'll get an invite out there to that uh lake house. Oh uh, yeah. Where yeah, where, yeah, where are yeah, you? Yeah. Where are you, uh, you know I, I'm actually because of what exactly what you said triple digits I don't know whatever Austin of course we've made the move back to Austin um, that heat is something I tell you what you you <laughs> you you get used to not being around it and and get thrown back in it's that's that's some real <laughs> shit but so in order to <clears throat> try and escape the triple digits down in Austin we we're out in Marfa Marfa ah. Texas one, one of my favorite places in the and I mean it. Um, uh, and a lot of people have not heard of Marfa. Uh, it, it's in far West, Texas. It's a super interesting place, very small town. Uh, it's this mix of of cattle ranchers and artists. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a buzz, buzzy little place because of the art scene. Um, but it's, you know, the elevation's high. It's about 5,000 feet. And uh, it's a little cooler. I mean, it gets up there during the day, but like I was just out sitting outside drinking coffee. It was probably in the high 60s. Have you ever experienced the true Marfa lights? I have not. In
3: fact, I've never wow. even tried. I because... have. Did you see them? It's insane. It's insane. I won't spend too much time on this. It's a tangent. But you would, have, if you would have seen what, what my wife and I saw, the Marfa lights experience, if it was 1960, you'd have said there are UFOs invading. Come on. Because I've heard serious. so many
0: people say they drive all the way out there. They spend the time. And they don't see anything. So I, you know, me. I mean, I'm like, well, fuck that. I'm not gonna go do that. <laughs> you know, but I'm also it. the guy, I'm also the guy that, like, you know, goes on hikes and like there's like a world famous waterfall. I'm like, all right, cool, let's keep hiking. <laughs> uh before we get into all the action, today's show brought to you by One Skin. Are you tired of cycling through the endless amount of trending skincare products that all claim to smooth wrinkles, firm skin, and give you a youthful glow? Well, now comes the real deal. One skin. Here's the thing. Uh, Founded by four female PhD-level longevity scientists, after testing thousands of peptides, they discovered OS1. The OS1 peptide is scientifically proven to target aged, also called senescent cells, the main source of skin aging and actually reduces the biological age of skin by several years. One skin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. One skin addresses skin health at the molecular level targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels and appears younger and here's the deal you get 15% off just go to oneskin.co that's co not, not not.com oneskin.co use the code the move you get 15% let me think about this you get 15% off and you look 15% younger ah i'm down with that Jeez! Also today brought to you by HVMN. We often hear that fasting and exercise are good for the brain. HVMN launched the world's first drinkable ketone in 2017. Ketone IQ is their latest innovation on ketones with improved effectiveness, taste, and cost. Ketone IQ delivers clean fuel that can cross the blood brain barrier, supplying your brain and body sustained energy, focus, and sharpness, putting you in flow, lasting for hours. Maybe that's what I needed with the Marfa lights. Just some ketones go out there, see it, see it better. It is no wonder that ketone that HVMN supplies ketones to more than 60% of the teams in this tour of Spain. And has also has an active $6 million contract with the U S special operations command. You can save 30% off your first subscription order of ketone IQ at HVMN.com slash the move. Again, that's HVMN.com slash the move. All right, let's talk about the race. Let's talk about the Tour of Spain, and I, 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 will admit, I have not <clears throat> caught much of the Tour of Spain, and I, and my, and I have a good excuse, you know, moving back to Austin, getting the kids in school, uh, just kind of getting back into the rhythm. I've missed a lot of it, but, uh, but I know y'all haven't, and, um, so, but, but, but I've I've read a lot about it, read read the headlines, and read the stories. Damn, every day there's something. There's some drama. There's some lead change. There's some controversy. There's a weather event. There's uh, neutralized stages. There's crashes. I mean, what hitting spectators? What is going on, Johan?
1: Well, you know, it's the tour of Spain. Exactly. Um, Although, although, (laughs) although it is owned by ASO, it is still uh, the old organization Unipublic who's organizing. And you know, to their in their defense, they, they they really the weather has been. You know, not very friendly. Not very friendly. Very unpredictable. And so, you know, we had that incident uh, in Barcelona with the team time trial, which, in my opinion, could have been avoided. Um, but yeah, I mean, we 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 did talk about a few stages already. I think we should we should uh, start by acknowledging <clears throat> the the uncre- incredible performance of sepkus mm, Yeah, uh, stage six uh, was in that breakaway, won the won the mountain finish, and took the leader's jersey. And who would have thought? You know, after uh, before the first rest day, that everybody thought Jumbo Visma would be in the lead, but nobody would have thought it would be Sepkus. And now he starts to look as a potential winner. I don't know what you guys think about that, but uh, I think they, you can't count him
2: out. Uh, Johan, I mean, as a director, going back to when you were leading Lance and Roberto Heros and these guys in the wealth, they're like, what have you ever let a guy like Sepkus get six minutes up the road when you have the titans of cycling? Jonas and Primos that you have to deal with already and then all of a sudden you you you've you got a guy like Sep Kuz give him a six-minute advantage I mean you're gonna be chasing your tail for the rest of the wealthy now because now you have three guys that you have to deal mm-hmm. with Sepp yeah, is I one think- of the best climbers in the world um you can't count him out now we don't know how he's going to time trial but still I mean on the climbs there's nobody better than him it's not just it's not just not letting Sepp
1: Kuss go up the up the road. I mean, you can. I mean, there were forty guys in that breakaway. Oh my god! That
2: can never <laughs> ever ever happen. Never. And you know? and three or four three or four jumbo guys. I mean, yeah, that's like the worst yeah. case scenario for a guy like Remco. Like, yeah, something like that goes. That's an immediate panic reaction by the defending team, Remco's team. For the, in that instance, they got to chase that down instantly. Yeah, that was a he, huge uh, 40- tactical mistake.
1: 40 guys, you're screwed, you know, I mean, if you don't shut it down straight away and, or you don't find any allies and luckily they did, um, you know, in, in, in the likes of, uh, Ineos and, and I think UAE at some point, um, don't remember exactly, but, but, you know, 40 guys, I mean, this it doesn't matter who's in there. You can't Mm. let 40 guys go away. Never.
3: Well, how legitimate is Sepkus as an overall threat, Johan, especially? Because I, I want to know what you think. We've never really get to see him do a proper time trial mm-hmm. in a grand tour because he's probably going a bit easy because he's got to work in other capacities.
0: But, but just before, before you on before you answer, just to frame it up, I mean, he has uh, 43 seconds on Marc Solaire. He's got 2.22 on Rimco. He's got, of course, his teammates. He's got two and a half minutes roughly on Roglic and Vingegaard. Um, I mean, but that's start. that's real time.
1: It is, it is, uh, you know, normally you would think tomorrow there's a 25 kilometer time trial. Um, he would lose two minutes, two and a half minutes, although we have never seen him ride full gas in a flat time trial before. Um, but I, I still think he's going to lose that kind of time. I think the only question here is how long can he maintain this? Let's not forget. This is his third grand tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it seems like he's in the best shape of the, of uh, he's better than in the tour and better than in the Giro. I agree. I agree. So I, I would be worried, you know, I, uh, normally you would say, okay, obviously Jonas and Primoz are the leaders. There's more guarantees, but for the moment they don't have to attack and they can, they can let all the work up to, uh, even a pool and, and, and the UAE guys, and maybe a little bit movie star. Um, so they're in an incredible position. I mean, it's, it's going to be. It would be. It, it's going to take a strong, strong, super strong Renko. I, I don't think Mas and Ayuso are up for the task, uh, but it's going to take a super, super strong Renko to win this. Well, for not a jumbo Visma rider to not win this welter.
0: Right, and he doesn't look uh, just just in the bits and pieces I picked up on. He's he's just not uh, he's not firing. Well, I mean, but by, 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 by the way, can I just say? I mean you know, think, trying to think back to, to our careers and, and George, I don't know how many times if ever, yeah, you did a couple. I mean, I did that year with the, with the Giro and tour, I mean, the, to do all three and to be in this position, like I have, I did I never wanted to do two grand tours in one year. Right. I only did it once cause I got paid a lot of money to do the, the one race in Italy. Um, but, but I have zero interest in doing more than one. The fact that he's, I, mean, I remember us all talking amongst ourselves, like, golly, is he really going to do all three? Now he's in the mm-hmm. lead. I mean, that and when we say Iron Man, that's a, that's what we mean. I mean, this is so impressive.
2: Yeah, I mean, and you're you're now at the end of the season, a very hard season. Half wow. the guys of the wealth, half the guys of the welter, probably don't even want to be there. They're there because they got sent there. They they were made to go. But for somebody like Sep. We just lost Johan he went an invisible man on us somebody like sep to have not only the, the the physical attributes to recover from three two grand tours now and leading the third grand tour but meant the mental energy it takes to make it through one grand tour like we Lance and I would finish the Tour de France we'd be like we're done for the year yeah we'd yeah. still keep racing but mentally you're sort of checked out for him to be like Johan mentioned even better than it seems if he was in the other grand tours is is incredible i mean uh, the fact that he is leading the world right now is amazing. And I'm very excited to see how how well he does in that, that time trial. Well, it's different. It's different for Sepkus, you know, because uh, you got you guys
1: remember when you guys did the tour, not just physically, but especially mentally, you're drained because there's so much pressure. Uh Sepkus had that pressure, but you know, individually he could kind of pick out his stages where he had to perform. And other than that, he could sit back. Now, this is what changes for him. Right, he can't sit in the back anymore. Now he needs to be up front. He needs to be aware of everything, and it's to be seen now how he's going to deal with that because that's a whole other. It's a whole new world that opens for him. Uh, how can he deal with the pressure? Now I've seen a few interviews of him, and to me, it sounds like he's confident. Yeah. He's confident that he's not going to lose two minutes in the time trial, and uh, that he's going to fight to keep this jersey uh, as long as he can. So I I like. I like that attitude. And, um, you know, we have to say the Vuelta is not the Tour, it's not the Giro. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot, a lot, a lot with the morale. As you said, George, a lot of people are not motivated to be there. And uh, I'm sure that the whole Jumbo Visma team is super motivated. You now, they dominate this race. They basically do whatever they want. It's like the strategy of all the other teams is, okay, let's see what Jumbo wants. And then we'll, we'll see what we do.
3: Right. So, what's the strategy? Let's assume uh, tomorrow that that uh, and Roglic put or, or you know, put all that time in Sepco's on the time trial. So they'll that'll be the the GC strategy. But then the remainder of this Vuelta, they just keep sending Sepco's up the road and make Remco chase him just like they did in the first week. Is that well, the strategy?
1: I, I don't think they're going to let him. I mean, no. I, I don't think QuickStep uh, the, the, the QuickStep or, or or UAE is not going to let him go anymore um uh, it's to be seen tomorrow you know uh, i have like last year there was there was a 30 kilometer flat time trial uh Evenepool won and uh, he did put let's see he did put 2 minutes on the 10th um which you know i think if if sepkus can be in the top 10 that would be amazing on a flat time trial i think you have to calculate 2 minutes mm, i think is the favorite he just recently won the world championships um primos is probably the second favorite of the gc guys and and i cannot um i mean jonas hasn't convinced me yet you know he, he's a little bit off so, i mean it's i think it's normal after his tour de france yeah. but uh but you know i don't think we should expect a time trial of jonas vingegaard tomorrow like we've seen in the tour de france completely different terrain and also completely different uh, time of the year uh, but you know, after tomorrow, I think the, it's going to be quite, uh, quite tight again. There's not going to be a lot of time between the big favorites and those guys are going to come closer to Sepkus. but that's, you know, before, before the Pyrenees, before the Tourmalet and before the Angliru, Jumbo visma with three guys, not two, but three guys up there. I mean, I don't know how the others think about winning this race. Well,
3: Let me ask you yeah. guys this, uh, uh having an american in red in the vuelta which hasn't happened in 10 years and you guys have talked in the past on the show about how when a country gets momentum the kids get motivated they have heroes it's momentum for a country maybe start with you on this one george what it means to have sep in red and what that message that sends about american cycling
2: well it's, it's massive i mean we've been watching sep and all the grand tours this whole year and he just keeps getting better and better and uh, doing things that even yohan and i and lance weren't expecting uh so i think he's just going to inspire a whole new breed of cyclists here in the country unfortunately the welta does not obviously get as much attention in the united states as the tour de france but he's leading the welta and he's crushing it and uh you know we're going to see him in the red jersey tomorrow in that time trial and of course he's not a time trial specialist but we all know how people react most of the time when they're leading a grand tour he's going to time trial probably better than he ever has in his entire life and uh like like I said, Remco's the clear favorite like Johan said, Remco's the favorite for sure, but uh I would I would expect to see Sep do a really strong ride and hopefully right. keep that jersey.
0: Right. That's right, George. And I mean it's a shame that the the you know the, the Tour of Spain doesn't, you know, doesn't I mean look, it's a three week grand tour. It's it's the third biggest uh stage race in the world, but it, it just doesn't reach the level of attention here in the US you know, I think most sports fans don't even know that it's a race. And so, so to have an American leading, you know, I'd have to go sit down and, and open the New York times and see if it c- catches any attention, but it's, 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 it's a big story. It's a big global sports story and it's great for American cycling. Um, but, but, you know, the race is just, uh, is kind of an afterthought when it comes to certainly if it's, if, if Americans have any, um, interest in cycling, it is because of one race. Right. And, and so as it, as it, tails off from there. It's, it's, it's hard to get attention, but nonetheless, the guy's done three grand tours this year. He's leading the race. He is American. He has a, he has an amazing story. I mean, this, his trajectory was also quite different than a lot of these other guys in the field, which I think is cool. You know, starting on a small American team or relatively small American team and, and making his way up and just, and earning his chops.
3: It didn't help him that it, uh, he gets in red the opening weekend of college football. <laughs> For our European audience, it's hard to explain how big that is <laughs> around here. Yeah, it is. Um,
0: also today, let's let's do a little bit of business. Uh, today's show also brought to you by AG One. I I literally drink it every day. I, I when I'm at home, I drink it out of uh, I store it in my little jug uh, or in my little bowl. But you know, as I'm on the road out here in West Texas, I've got my travel packs. Uh, I gave it a try because I was tired of taking so many supplements and I wanted a single solution that supports my entire body and covers my nutritional basis every single day. I especially wanted better gut health, a boost in energy, immune system support, and I was just sick, of ta- sick and tired of taking a whole bunch of pills and vitamins, and, and I wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Uh, again, uh, got the travel packs out here, uh, great for traveling, which, of course, uh, a lot of us do. Um, A ton. So uh, and all by the way, all for less than three bucks a day. Take control of your health for less than three bucks a day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs. Yes, that's five free travel packs. With your first purchase, go to drinkag1.com slash the move. One more time. Drinkag1.com slash the move. Last one today also brought to you by eight sleep. Now this thing, uh, J-J-J-JV, you're talking about triple digits down there in Austin. All right. I-, I was, we, we all got hooked on the eight sleep, um, mattress cover in, in Aspen this summer, but man being down in Austin when, it- when it's hotter than donut grease outside, let me tell you something, this eight sleep, I, I have, and I tell, I've been telling everybody about this, this, the, the, the cooling mattress cover by eight sleep. It is, it is so well done and works. It works so well. Like in, in the interface, the user experience, everything about it. I mean, it's like Steve jobs designed this thing. It is that damn good. Um, and, and of course, you know, as it is 105 down in Austin, summer is reaching its apex. Uh, there's nothing worse than tossing, and turning, and sweating in the night because of the summer heat. That's just a fact. Uh, but, I, but I, uh, legit. And, and the other thing I get a lot of questions about is, uh, uh, can, can you separate the two sides? You know, Anna likes one temperature. I like another temperature and you can just straight up, turn it off one side. So, uh, it, it's been a game changer. Head on over to eight sleep. That's all spelled out. E I G H T eight sleep.com slash the move saves you 150 bucks on the pod cover. Uh, again, eight sleep.com slash the move. George, you got one out there at the lake house or what, what do you, what do you
2: just, you, 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 when you go out, to, that's like one of the thing, you go out to the lake, you just got to gotta roll around and sweat at night. You got to, I wish, I wish I'm going to have to hit them up and try to get one out here because like you said, that thing is game changer. Yeah. Uh, not only does it, not only does it, you know, have an amazing effect on your sleep, but it it actually sends you messages when it's hotter or cooler in the during the day than it is normally. Like Crazy. I got a message the other day, so it's five degrees warmer outside today. We're gonna make the mattress a big bit uh, cooler. Yeah. So it knows the temperature outside. It's incredible. And it's got uh, the it's... alarm.
0: Uh, you can it'll vibrate. <laughs> yep. like, I didn't. I didn't know that thing was going on. Like at first, <laughs> Anna was like, "Why is the mattress vibrating?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah. sorry, honey. I'll turn that that feature <laughs> off." Anyways, let's talk about tour Spain some more.
1: Yeah. So, um, I think, you know, after, after St- Sepp took the lead, um, we got into stage seven. Um, not a lot to say it was a bunch print, uh flat day, flat day, flat stage, but you know, with a surprise winner, a lead out guy of 35 years old, Jeffrey soup, uh, of total, total energies. Um, and it's only his second stage, second race he won in his career. <laughs>
2: um,
1: I think maybe you can put a picture up uh, later on, but uh, probably the best beard in cycling at huh, George. Yeah. Yeah. agreed.
2: <laughs> I'm jealous of that beard.
1: <laughs> and, and, um and you can also, grow a beard. That's that's saying a lot. I mean, I, <laughs> I can't even grow a beard. So I should uh, be, this uh, guy, this guy is like, I mean, it's like, it, no, uh, it looks the. It, actually his bake looks fake. His beard looks fake. You know, are, we, are we talking like ZZ top beard or, or, I mean, he could grow a ZZ Top beard, no problem. But <laughs> it, it looks, it looks fake, but it's it's real. Uh, another thing that happened in that stage, Geraint Thomas went down again, another time, and mm. and you know he's definitely injured. Uh, is struggling. Uh, his teammate Taiman Arensman had a crazy, scary crash. Um, it looked bad, um, but you know, luckily after the tests, he uh, he was able to leave the hospital and and nothing major uh happened but um well yeah. he did I did read the the quote
0: that I mean he uh was very matter of fact said, and of course everybody uh, wears helmets um these days but uh, the, he he said without the helmet he, he doesn't think he lives
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: uh, it looks
2: scary it looks scary you, you know, i mean the talk the talk for me of the Welta, like we talked about the the big 3 in our preview show primos uh Jonas and remco uh, and so far, there hasn't been huge differences uh, between those guys. One guy will have a bad day, but he's still there. The, the day that Remco had a bad day, only lost thirty seconds. For me, the talk right now is, what's going on in the quick step camp? How do you let mm-hmm. a guy like Steph get up the road? How do you not tell Remco that you're going for the stage win on a, on a mountain day and just let him pull the last fifteen? And what's what's going on in the team car? I, don't, the, the, I, that I to really think it's the story of the welter right now. I really don't
1: understand. First of all, you know that that group of forty riders you know as you know that in a, in a, in a, now that the teams are down to eight riders right you can't chase a 40 rider group it's if that happens you know you either sprint with everything you have to close that gap uh or you're you're done and then basically yeah. you know cross fingers that somebody else is going to come and help you um so that was not good and then yeah i don't know what kind of miscommunication happened in stage 8 uh you know on 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 this steep climb to Cati where where Remco, you know, kind of bounced back, I think, you know, after his weak moment on, on the, on stage six, he really looked very, very strong. There was a four kilometer climb with, with slopes of 15, 20%. Um, Lance, I I don't know if you remember that climb. You did that climb once in, and probably the only Vuelta a España you did in your career. Not probably, Uh, definitely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, listen, let's not play this game, right? I know you guys think this is fun and funny. Uh, I don't remember any of these things, so <laughs> no, I did. I don't remember it. Um, no, <laughs> I, re- I, was... I remember, I remember, you know what I remember? I remember placings, right? Yeah. When you were 40, <laughs> so you were it doesn't, backstage. it doesn't, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter how we got there, right. Or what you went over to get there. I just remember the placings.
1: Yeah. So you were, you were Jose Maria Jimenez. May he rest in peace. Won the, mm-hmm. won the stage. Second, Roberto Heras. Third, Laurent Jalabert. Fourth, Lance Armstrong. Fifth, Kamenzint. Olano, mm. Escartin. Dario Frigo. So, you know, all the climbers. Um, and then yeah. I, che- I checked it, it, the time. Except Jalabert. Except Jalabert. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, you know. he, he uh, No, Jalabert had already
2: won a Vueltaus then.
0: I know, but... Yeah. It, yeah.
2: It, yeah. You you what's... Know, What's the call? What's the call? Like, what's Lefebvre doing the night, the day that they let forty guys get away? Well, or, listen, Lefebvre is not involved anymore in those yeah, decisions. He, you know,
0: he's, neg- he's negotiating the sale of his his license. <laughs> that, that's uh, what he's. You
1: know, we don't yeah. know about that. It's there's that's a rumor. We don't know what's going on there. He is at I'm, the Vuelta, or he was at the Vuelta uh, the first week. So I don't really know. I mean, uh, Remco... who's it, who's in, then who's in the car? Who's the director? Is it is it, is it uh, Wilfred? No, no 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 Peters Peters is for the classics. It's uh, I think it's Klaus Lodewijk who was there last year, ex-rider of uh, of Quickstep and uh, Ilio Kese, also just retired. The, um, it's their responsibility. Yeah. Yes, yes. Remco then said, Remco took the blame. Uh, he said, you know, maybe I didn't hear it. I was too caught up in with, you know, listen, it makes no sense. You should know. I mean, the, he for sure he knew there was four riders up front and then he was pulling when they caught those four riders. So uh, it was strange. It was strange. Um, however, I do take away uh, that he looked completely different than on stage six uh on a steep climb like that the his cadence was amazing and neither Roglic or Vingegaard attacked not because they didn't want to because they they, they couldn't
2: it, it, they were and going you passed and he had he had cep on the ropes too so cep was kind of swinging on the wheel yes. there so yeah, yeah the power he was demonstrating was uh very impressive yeah
1: so um i think i think you know that the the is the, the is not over uh no as by seen. by by no means I, I after after what we've seen yesterday also uh you know these guys when when primo's attacked you know there were six seven riders very very close so uh we'll see we'll see what's gonna happen but um but yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on in 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 quick step uh
3: um,
1: don't know um it's maybe a little bit of panic I, I really i really don't understand
3: should we just not be surprised by this we've been having the conversations Remco's you know developing as a grand tour rider obviously he's there and we've been saying for some time that QuickStep's not equipped to support that i mean that is that what's really going down here
1: I, I mean listen as a team they're doing okay you know he does we can't expect them to be at the level of of jumbo visma you know that, that that's just there's only one other team that's stronger than them that's uae they also have because they have strong riders but you know, Remco has always one or two, or sometimes three riders with him until you know half of the last climb. In theory, that's enough. Un- unless you st- you take the jersey, then you need at least one more guy because now whatever happened was as soon as Remco's last guy was done, it was up to him to te- to set the pace because Jumbo doesn't need to attack because they have Sepkus. They had Sepkus three minutes three minutes up the road, right? Um, so that's gonna that's gonna change now and. Um, We'll 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 see after after tomorrow's uh, result in the time trial what the strategy will be, um, but you know listen they're they're, they're not as strong There's not as strong as Visma. so they should be they have to be smarter uh, easier said than done of course because if you're outnumbered you can be as smart as you want then there's not much to do <laughs> uh, but but I think I think you know I I kind of like what I see you know I'm often I'm often criticized by some of our followers to be a Ramco fanboy. Uh, I've been critical. I've, I've been
0: critical. I, 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 I think that's a fair assessment. I do. I really do. I, 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 I don't know if it's risen to the level of having a poster of him in your bathroom, like George does with some guys, but it, uh, I think that's,
1: I think that's a fair, uh, um, observation just, by, by the listener. I just, th- I just think he's a great writer. I mean, he does things that nobody else does. Um, so you know, listen, the guy at 23 years old, the guy has won 48 races already. Yeah, not not bad, you know. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see um, what the strategy is going to be. I don't know really. I really don't know. I think a lot is going to depend on the Tourmalet
2: stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But- and, and tomorrow, tomorrow, there's a whole new race starting. I mean, that time trial is going to equalize a lot of things. But uh, as you still would never want to be in that position where you let another rider like Sep in the mix. Uh, in terms of the GC battle, so even though even if he gets that jersey tomorrow, he's still gonna have to deal with Sepp, Primos, and Jonas on and, the Tour on the Anglais, and, and, and also pass. a guy
1: like and also Mark Soler. Mark Soler yeah. is he's also Mark Soler is also uh, let's see, he's also um, almost two minutes ahead of Remco. Oh. So, yeah. and- UAE can use him uh, as 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 you know, they're also three guys, you know, that have Ayuso, Almeida, and Marc Soler. Not the same quality as the three Jimbo guys, but
2: still. Uh, hmm. Remco's on his own. That's for sure. And let's not forget our guru texted us this morning. Uh, we're, we were, we haven't really spoken about Ayuso, who's really the only rider that's beaten Remco in a time trial in the Tour of Switzerland. Uh, so he's been great. He hasn't been dropped. He's always right there with the top three, four guys on the climbs. And We'll see how he reacts in tomorrow's time travel. I can expect a big ride from him as well. No, Ayuso is definitely the, you know, the real
1: deal. Uh, Very, very, you know, always, always wanting to attack. Um, His interviews, man. I mean, his interviews, I I see them on Spanish TV. That guy is so confident. It's Mm. unbelievable for such a young guy. Knows what he wants. You know, whenever he doesn't win, he's not happy.
3: Um, He's a big champion. He's uh, the real deal wow all right yeah yesterday was really weird and i would i I was originally going to say if you didn't see yesterday's stage maybe johan can explain what happened i watched it and couldn't figure out what the hell was going on Mm -hmm. they had weather conditions muddy conditions on the road for the last 2k why don't you uh explain to our listeners what what happened and how that affected the race it was very bizarre well, as I
1: said before, you know, the weather has not been on, on the side of the Vuelta organizers and the riders. Uh, and yesterday, um, all over Spain, I mean, I, I'm in Madrid and I got this, the first time I ever had this, apparently you guys get this more, like this alert on my iPhone, like it, it you know, I, I, I it shocked me, uh, you know, there was flooding and we had to stay in home and uh, obviously in 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 the area where the where the Vuelta finished yesterday, there was also these alerts. There was mud on the roads. And I think that out of precaution, out of panic, and probably also to to make sure that nothing happened like they had in Barcelona, the Vuelta took a decision uh, during the stage, like in the last half of the stage, to have the GC times taken at about two kilometers from the top because we saw images it was muddy on the top um you know i'm all for decisions that are for the safety of the riders but this one to me did not make any sense uh first of all it's an uphill finish there's never going to be a bunch sprint there or too many riders and they decide that the times for gc are taken with 2k to go but yet the riders in the breakaway should sprint it out or r- race it out for the, for the stage so um, why are these guys not uh, Why are they not worried about their safety? So I think it was more a panic uh, reaction and, and just to make sure, hey, listen, let's, let's just make sure if something happens to one of those big guys that they cannot blame us. Uh, yeah. But it looked really bad. It looked really bad on TV. It was, you know, you had this Leonard Kemna won the stage, you know, now also joining the club of the, the riders who win a Stage in all three grand tours, amazing breakaway rider. Um, so you had that, and then you had this intermediate sprint, basically a two-k to go, um, and then that was it. You know, uh, you had Roglic kind of go- showing he was the strongest, but didn't take any time on on, on the next four or five riders. Um, it, it really didn't look look good. Listen, it's for a reason that the Vuelta is only the third most important <laughs> stage race. You know, they just, they're not up to, and, and it says a lot because, you know, the Italians are not, are not, no, very well known for their organization skills either, but this, this is not, uh, this does not look professional. at all. I agree. I agree. Hmm. JB, I heard
3: you, we got some trivia to, to, to knock out, to rock. Yes. Uh, Just like we did, just like we did in the Tour de France, we gave away a GS1. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything to enter. All you have to do is answer these Ventum trivias, trivia questions and email it in. All right. And you'll be in the drawing to win a GS1. Okay. So By the way, but before you do this, this is, uh, 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 you know, of course, Dia, the founder
0: of Ventum, is, is getting married. Uh, it's, it's actually over our Thanksgiving break. And he's getting, he's getting married in Egypt. And I thought, well, that's the weirdest thing ever. You know, Egypt for things. Well, guess what? I'm taking the whole family now. I got the kids going. We're we're so excited. (laughs) It's uh, it's so uh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be cool to go to the way I've never been to Egypt, but man, these pictures, I was like, yeah, I'm in, they got pyramids and camels and
3: oceans. And I was like, Yes. (laughs) <laughs>
0: i can't very
3: wait cool. yeah very cool congratulations to dia uh, yeah uh, so the first let's answer the one for midweek uh, on thursday we did a show and i asked how many individual stages in the vuelta did johan win during his racing career the answer was only one one stage 12 in 1992. Mm-hmm. wow today's question today's don't question say, don't say the date <laughs> they had derailers. <laughs> hey come on, I'm on. <laughs> uh this is a fun one you're uh this is a good question here so so our question today and you can email your answer in is how many combined u.s national championship road race titles did george and lance win during their careers combined u.s champion u.s national championship road race titles lance professionals, professionals? Yeah, yeah exactly professional. yeah, yeah. uh oh. uh yes professionally okay well we'll say professional yeah okay that's good we have to be clear on that and i'll confirm that so anyhow we'll take uh, either answer how's that we'll take either <laughs> answer because <laughs> you guys want as amateurs i'm guessing right Yeah, But it looks like the answer they're looking for is as professionals. How many did they win combined? Send it to trivia at Ventum racing.com. And at the end of this Vuelta, we'll be giving away a, a, uh, their new minted GS one. All right.
0: Cool. Right. Uh, uh, all right. Well, let's hope things calm down a little bit. Uh, and we'll see tomorrow. We'll see, we'll see how the Ironman Sepkus holds up and, uh, um, and 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 best of luck to him. Boy, this is um, amazing. The guy's pound for pound, dollar for dollar. I mean, it, it, he's got to be one of the most valuable guys in the sport. Look at what he does. The best. I agree. Th- think about it. I mean, what he does for the team, what he's doing in this race, and he just seems see. like he's a. a, a um, this b- would be an amazing presence in the team. Just kind of chill demeanor.
2: Um, yeah, I, I'd say MVP. he's the MVP of the season. Yeah. You can also see how
1: happy these guys are for him, you know, like Wingergaard mm-hmm. and, and, and Roglic. They know what they owe him. Right. And uh, right. I, this is like, OK, you know, they're so happy he's in, he's in the lead. And, you know, hopefully it comes to a point where, you know, he's up there and they don't even want to attack him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be yeah. something.
3: Have you yeah. guys ever seen anyone guzzle champagne like that on the podium? <laughs>
1: That was, no, not, never, no, 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 no. He, oh, he said sick. he was, he, he said he was, he was tipsy when he went off the stairs. It was
3: <laughs> good for him.
0: That's it. He stayed with the director say, listen, I'm, I don't want to do three grand tours. So if you're making me do the third one, I'm getting hammered every night. Well That's just the deal. You know,
1: to, 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 <laughs> it's working to, out. To go out, to go out with that. I mean, that's, that's kind of, I mean, the, it was amazing how he was drinking that champagne, but you know, if we think back about his team manager criticizing Frances Jeux in the tour for drinking beer. Oh, that's right. It was not a really good sight, you know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, good for him. We, we digress. All
2: right. He deserves it.
1: He deserves it. He, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. All right,
0: everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys soon. Happy, uh, by the way, we didn't say this at the top of the show. Um, for those in the U.S., um, hope you're having a great holiday weekend. Today's a holiday here in the
1: U.S., Johan. You're making us work on a holiday. <laughs> I'm not saying labor. Setting the agenda. Anyway, you know we we always have. I mean, let's let's you know we're very happy George could make it, and then once George says okay, then everybody works around that. That's
2: right. Oh yeah, that's (laughs) right.
0: Yeah, he's getting a little uh, antsy. He's
2: got he's got to get out on the lake. I see it. I see it. He's got. And we'll see you guys next Monday, right, for the next show. Yep. 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 Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in.